You're listening to Let's go. the Second Opinion Podcast. Second Opinion on what? I think we should get a second opinion. Where all things gaming are on our mind all the time. That's all I can think about. Just like the name says, we might have some different opinions. So get yelling, laughing, crying, and of course some very opinionated gamers. Here are your hosts, Celeb, Bolt, and TJ. I mean, are they really that loud, bro? I've, no, I've heard, bro. I've been there a little bit, but I haven't heard that much. It's it's ridiculous. It's like I'm seriously. I, I believe they walk through and get like Acme anvils and Wiley Coyote and drop the. I, I literally, time. I feel like <laughs> they ridiculous. didn't put any insulation between us and them. That's literally what it sounds like. It's miserable. It is miserable. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. It's your boy, Celeb, back again. Episode 286 is here, and we are ready to dive down into it. I know there was a little bit of a break. diving? (laughs) I know there was a little bit of a break in between episodes, but uh, crazy shit hit the fan recently, and uh, we've all had to work a lot recently, but... With that being said, uh, I am joined by my partners in crime, Bolts. Yo, what's up, man? The yo, man, the myth, the yo, legend. What's up, bro? Also joined by uh, I can't even remember what I would call TJ. What was that? What was that nickname I came up with? You came the up carnivore himself. The carnivore, yeah. TJ the carnivore. What's up, bro? How you doing? What's up, bro? <laughs> That's the mating gonna, sound, right? We all just came. We all did. We all. Yeah. Uh, how's everything been going, TJ? It's good, man. Hard. It's good, man. Things are finally good. starting to look up for the market. That's all that matters. That's right, Megan. And I'm and glad I divorce. could help when I could. And in my divorce, you really yeah. did, bro. You came through pretty hard. Oh, I gotta tell. Remind me to tell you something. Okay. We get off the podcast. All right. It's actually really good news. Caleb already knows. But okay. I good. Because you, so you stayed gone all day. That's your fault. Anyway. You're supposed to come home to me, folks. You're supposed to come home to me and warm my loins when you enter the door, Lord of our Savior. <laughs> um, all right, so let's go ahead and uh, move on from that. Moving on. Let's oh, move down. Should. Let's move on. <laughs> that wraps it up there, bro. Yeah, all right. That's the Second Opinion Podcast. We'll see you all next time. <laughs> let's move into what you've been drinking and what you've been gaming. Uh, so we're going to start with you, Bolts. What you've been drinking, what you've been gaming. TJ, what have you been gaming? It's the same fucking thing I've been gaming. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. All day long, bro. Um, I've, I've, I finally officially clocked over my 100 hours on Cassandra. So God. between so between the two games, I've got 250. Still hasn't been to Athens. FYI. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, between the two games, between Alexios and the Cassandra, I've got 250 hours total time logged between those two characters. That's fucking ridiculous. Um, so that's where my most of my time and energy is spent. It's that much of a game, though, and that's the truth. It's 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 you know it's it's funny that you know I play I played I played Alexios right off the bat, you know, because of course as a dude I'm a dude, I don't, you know. This is how yeah yeah that's just how it goes. Um, but ol- I think actually you were playing Alexios, and whenever I got it the first time, I was like, well, I've heard really good things, so I got Cassandra, mm-hmm. and then you were like. Bro, I don't know. There's something about Alexios, dude. There it is. Just, it's kind of his voice. I don't, I don't know if it's his. Vo- the, the the accent with Alexios has is fine, but I don't I don't know if his his voicing with his accent his doesn't match doesn't match the facial structure in the game, and it just throws his everything. And stuff, bro. <laughs> but even his, something sexual, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's crazy. 
crazy, <laughs> man, bro. It's crazy. Hey, even his reaction uh, on when you play as Cassandra, like I told oh, I Bolts and, and TJ that whenever I was playing and like you meet your brother for the first time, he's like talking to somebody. He's like, he's like, which one of you was it? And he's like. And you don't and you really didn't fear Alexios whenever you're Cassandra. Yeah. Now when I was Alexios and Cassandra showed up, I was like, now she seems like a badass. Yeah. That's exactly, she did, bro. You know, and that's oh, like, so it good. was such a it's such a better feeling playing as Cassandra. Um it just lets you know I I, I don't go around having sex with the dudes. I just can't bring myself to it. <laughs> I can't do it either, bro. I'm just saying They're it. like, and you look really oily. No, uh, like, uh, uh. We are just friends. <laughs> For real, bro. I can't do it. I was, I was uh, joking. I right? like, fuck every day. <laughs> we get it down in the game. No, bro, with Cassandra, I've been, bro, I've been macking on some women on that game, bro. Uh, Even yeah, this woman bro. that was like, I hate how they don't show anything. I was joking with TJ and said, uh, uh, you know, I, I did that one tour. It was like the older woman that needed. Oh, like, I got her too. Bro, it was like all day, uh, all night. Uh, she kept walking out. She's like, days. it was two days. She's walking out. She's like, is she feeling better? <laughs> no, bro, like, what should have happened is Alexios walks out. He like flexes and shit. Walks out. She like crawls out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, <laughs> oh, man. like, your wife is dead. <laughs> fucked by a god. Oh, man. Um, but, uh, anyway. <laughs> but, but yeah, honestly, that's about it, bro. That's it's about just, it. Yeah, pretty much. All right, what about you, TJ? What you been drinking? What you been gaming? <laughs> just her crawling out of the room. <laughs> she's in like in one of those old Olympian wheelchairs. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh shit. Man. It's been good, bro. It's oh man, a whole lot of work. Uh, I've been drinking. What we have Miller High Life yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> then I had some lime vodka. That sounds really good. I gotta the get the banquet beer. No. <laughs> the beer. What's that? What was that commercial? It's like um. Oh, piss. Uh, it's like a real man of oh, genius. Oh, yeah. Those are great commercials. He washes his body with old spice. Uh, yeah, yeah, anyway. Those, those really are good ones. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Miller High Life, but I'm supposed to lay off alcohol for a while. Oh, uh, yeah? I've been heavy drinking for two days. I'm like, mm. What? Good man. Yes. I've been drinking heavy for two days. Have you really? Yeah, yeah, dude. I had six beers before I came over here yesterday. Damn, son. These bitches Damn want it. some. Oh, can I? Um, no, bitch, you fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> Renegade. Renegade. <laughs> I'm like, no. I was thinking the same damn thing. I was like, wait, wait. I saw what you go to start saying R. I was like, Renegade. <laughs> he always, TJ always laughs at me because I'll be at work. Well, I'll be like saying something. I'm like, you're even. He's just listening to me. I look over there. He's like, I might move my mouth too. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, anyway, Caleb, what have you been drinking? What have you been gaming? Uh, I hadn't really been. Uh, I had some amaretto last night, bro. Did you really? Yeah, I, I, had, you I got a little buzz because I had it in that Coke. Um, oh, that's right. You did. Gaming-wise, bro, all I've been doing is playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, it's a really good game, dude. I was playing. Um, I played a little bit of Dreams. Um, Dreams is pretty cool, man. I mean, it's a it's a cool concept. And honestly, I think it's going to be one of those games that is going to probably be utilized um, not just on PS4 but on PS5 as well. I you, think it's really going to be utilized on. I, PS5. I agree with that. Now, I think it's cool that 
Um, I think Sony will be able to dip into it and see what people are making and get ideas for games. Oh and, yeah, bro. And, yeah. and 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 people who create shit, you know, they'll they'll go out there and they'll be like, hey, we saw what you created. We want to see what you got. Come in, to, mm-hmm. you know, and do what you. you know. There's some people, bro. There's one guy. It's not even really a game. Like he's trying to make it into a game, and I think it's been in. I think it's been the the level's been created since the beta. But it was like, um, you know, uh, oh, God, what was it? It was like super flashy first-person shooter or something like that. Super HD first-person shooter. And he made like a level that was like a street in the city. It was like nighttime and you have like a gun. And I mean, it looks really, really good. But I mean, that's really all you can do is you just walk up and down the street like looking at your gun. But just the fact that he was able to make that. But even, like, the simplest thing, like, I showed you all that level to where that dude made that plate of breakfast. Oh, yeah. Like, that was crazy <laughs> that he was able to make that with those. The little squiggly thing that you had running all over the screen. Oh, the, uh, what did they call that? The imp or something like that? I can't remember. But, um, I mean, it, it's a cool game. I, I wouldn't say that it's, um, I don't think, I mean, it's, it's a not. creator's paradise. It is, like, perfect for any creator. Anybody that loved Little Big Planet and um, anything like that. Like, if you even love Minecraft, I think you'll really like this game. And the fact that you can actually use the motion, like, PlayStation Move controls with it. Um, I think that will, it's going to be heavily awesome utilized. Someone made Doom one, Caleb said. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Caleb lied. I did. No, what it was is like I. I guess I thought it was Doom, because that they didn't have Doom music on it, but like it looked like Doom, but it wasn't. It wasn't Doom. So I searched Doom, and she's like, "There's a Doom." When I clicked on it, and it was like, "It was like stick." Now, mind you, there has been some like somebody like recreated the whole first level of like Tomb Raider. Um, you know, somebody recreated Dead Space, which, you know, that's been in there since beta, but it was still really that cool. That breakfast bro. one's one I'm impressed with. Yeah, it was, was crazy. I mean, it was like real. It was really it looked real. It looked like yeah. a picture. Um, but um, there's been some pretty impressive stuff on there, but um, I think I'm going to have to tinker with it a little bit more before I have like big opinions on it. But, um, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey has been on my mind all day at work. That's all I've been thinking about. Um, love. Leveling my level, <laughs> leveling my character up, um, and because uh, I started doing, finally started doing bounties and started Walking using the, the upgrades and stuff like that. Symbols all over the cooler. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? It's like bro? the cult of Ares. It's like, the, yeah, bro. It's like, it's like the, off that movie Jim Carrey Seven. He's like writing the oh yeah, about yeah. seven everywhere. God, that was a horrible movie. Um, I like that movie. I don't know why, but I didn't like it that you much. Like weird shit. That's why. I no. You I like usually movie. no. You like monkeys, Paul. That's what you like. Oh God! <laughs> Fucking love that movie. Yeah, I was like <laughs> sitting on that corner. <laughs> what a, bro, he was sitting on that corner. It, like, <sighs> it ended. Bolts looked over at me, and this is before we knew each other real well. He's like, "Man, that was a waste of fucking time." <laughs> <laughs> It was almost as bad as the Blair Witch Project. You remember we got up Cliff and Cliff, Cliff, no, 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 Cliff turned around. And he was like, "We didn't even see the fucking witch." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um, but yeah, it's, it's such a good game, bro. It's so breathtakingly beautiful. It's crazy as long as it's been out now. It's still, it's just something that is just you cannot help but just be in I awe love to play at. It on the PS5. Dude, oh my god, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. So, you know, it's said that, like, what Bolts has been talking about, like, it's supposed to be called, like, Assassin's Creed Kingdom, and I think it's going to be... It's not going to be Ragnarok? I don't think so. I, I think it's going to be called Kingdoms. 
kingdoms. Like, what are you gonna do though? You said it's gonna be like Norwegian. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's, it's still gonna be, it's, it's still gonna deal with. I was thinking British when you said that. I was about to get mad. <laughs> no, I, I, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be called Assassin's Creed uh, Kings, Assassin's Creed Kingdoms. It's gonna, it's still gonna deal with the Norse gods <laughs> and stuff like that. Odin and Thor and stuff like that. I don't think they're gonna say Ragnar. I'm gonna be get that collector's edition. Hell yeah, bro! Let, let's let some good shit come in that motherfucker. Oh, bro. I know. Yeah, a statue or something like well, that. Well, I'm just gonna get the. I'm doing the collector's edition to get the season pass because they Ubisoft is great about DLC. Yes, they are. So. All right, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was no, for real, Um, actually, you know what's crazy too is like I was looking earlier and I started thinking about y'all. Y'all know that the collector's edition for Assassin's Creed Black Flag that comes with the statue and everything is only like fifty bucks online right now. I'm into pops, okay? Don't <laughs> don't don't drift me. Well, you away. can try to get some Assassin's Creed pop, but each one of them motherfuckers are fifty dollars no, a piece bro, you too. Can take that Xbox One X over there and sell it. Yes, yeah, I'm, bro. I'm going to. I'm going to. I just haven't got it. Right Where were you gonna take it? Huh? You can trade it in. Def no, you can't trade it in. No, not defective. Mm -mm. Come on, big. As long as we work there, you should know that. Well, I just thought about it as I said it. Hey, uh, that's I what I do all the time. Ago. I do that Back all the time. GAs. Let's look it's at been it longer than that. Game advisors. It's been four years ago. Anyway, so time to move on to the flaunt or taunt segment. So in this segment, we kind of talk about something that we either like or we don't like. Um, and um, each one of these topics are usually, you know, we're going to, we're always going to be pretty opinionated. So this first one is something I feel real kind of mixed about, actually. Jeff Keighley will not produce E3 Coliseum or participate in the event this year, but we will have studios like Xbox, Nintendo, Bethesda, and more that are committed to E3 as a whole. Um, in a statement provided by GI.biz, um, Jeff Keighley said that given what has been publicly communicated about plans for E3 2020, he doesn't feel comfortable participating in the show. This certainly wasn't an easy decision to make, but I think it's the right one for me, and I wanted fans to know before tickets go on sale. Despite recent years, Keighley feels E3 is in the middle of a transition and thinks there's a way forward... Uh, thinks there's a way forward should it become more digital global and inclusive in an approach to connect uh, to connecting gamers and celebrities in the industry celebrating the industry celebrating the industry sorry we're uh, at an interesting inf in infliction point between physical and digital events and certainly e3 is in the middle of a transition evolving from what was traditionally an industry trade show so see, that's one thing. It kind of seems like a lot of the negativity towards E3 and the ESA is the fact that they're slowly but surely letting more and more public attend it. And I guess a lot of people kind of have that, you know, whole... Like, Keeley has been going for 25 years. He's been, been going pretty much as long as Sony has been going. So he also says, as someone who has attended E3 more than two and a half decades, there are, of course, a lot of emotions. But whenever you look at it objectively, E3 is just an idea about uni uh, uh, basically about making the industry come together uh, on a global scale. The future of E3 will be determined based on how effective the brand is delivering against that goal. All right, so... A lot of people kind of freaked out about this news. Um, I think it is a big deal. Um, but, um, I mean, P 
people are going berserk over this, dude. Like, people are flipping out. Like, E3 is about to end because Jeff Keighley is not going to be there. So, Bolts. Yo. What? With Jeff Keighley. Tell me your feelings. (laughs) With Jeff Keighley, we know that Keighley has done a lot for the industry, has furthered um, a, a lot of digital aspects, even with the Game Awards, with YouTube gaming, with all this stuff. He's always been a big driving force in trying to make the, the industry more um, kind of accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think about this news with him not going, not skipping out on E3 right. this year? Okay. I'm, I'm going to pair this up with Sony not being there. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point in time, the where, where gaming is, it doesn't matter. Because P- gaming, ga- gaming has etched itself in stone. It's going to be there regardless of who shows up and who. And 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 or excuse me, E three is etched in stone. People will show. People will watch regardless of who comes and goes. Mm-hmm. And that and that's just the truth because it is. It, it it's it's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, entertainment. You know the things that that we that the you know the world does on on a daily basis whether it's on your phone whether it's on a console whether it's on a pc whether it's you know a handheld gaming is is the future it's the present it's and it and it just doesn't matter if he's there or not because people will still show up in in the thousands just just like i said there's like sixty six thousand people showed up last year mm-hmm. it, it was short from the year previous which was sixty nine thousand big deal you still have 66,000 people show up for a week to look at video game bullshit mm-hmm. I mean come on yeah. that's just where that's just how it is so it, Jeff Jeff not being there yeah you're gonna have to find a, a, another great personality to host and produce and stuff like that yeah but other than that people will still come because we enjoy fucking video games exactly so exactly. It, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if Jeff is there it doesn't matter if Sony's there now if Sony Microsoft Nintendo Bethesda and all these other folks decide to leave now we have an issue <laughs> yeah but other than that <laughs> you know it's just it's it's still it, it, it is what it is so I mean yeah. e- E3 is huge it will always be huge um I do like the fact that they're they are making it more public um because I the, because the only way you drive what what you have the only way you drive your product is that the public sees it Mm-hmm. The more public eyes that see it, the more the public can move it by mouth and, and, and everybody listen to it. So I, I do like that fact. I, I know as far as media like you, you think you, you think they should divide it up a little bit more as I far think as it should just be kind of more to the aspect of I, I think the public should definitely be involved. I just think they should maybe have it set to where, like, even if it's just one day, like one day to where the press is able to just go and it just be the press all day. And then, you know, the next day, press and public go, um, which, you know, I I have always only been at public events, you know, like with QuakeCon, with PAX. I've been to every PAX outside of PAX Australia. And, bro, at those, those, it's hundreds of thousands, you know, of people. So, um, you know, with with E3, it's – this is my thing. It's I feel mixed about it because, like – the Keeley thing, I think, is a big deal because it's Jeff Keeley. And he has always been like the face of one of those guys who's like, it's E3, you know. Even before I kind of got into the industry, um, he was that dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, you saw him on G4, or you saw him on YouTube, or you see, saw him on. You and, know, and, so see, that's the reason why everybody's kind of like, oh, well, shit, see, you, not gonna you, be you, you recognize him as an E3. I just recognize him as another dude. Yeah. Because it, cause I'm, I was heavy, I'm, I'm heavy involved in video games before I was now. Yeah. I was really, really into it. I don't know what the fuck Jeff Keighley was. Yeah. 
But whether, think, whether it was on Spike TV, G4, or yeah. anything like that. I don't know who the fuck he was. I think it was more or less just the fact that, like, any time you saw anything about E3 or big game conventions, you know, Jeff Keighley was usually always involved. And, but and it's truth. more or less that I'm not looking at it the same way everybody else is. Everyone else is like, this is huge. This means a lot. It's, you know, Jeff, he's taking his stand how he needs to take his stand, and I'm proud um, uh, Who of is he him. And what he needs to take in his he's, stand? He doesn't like the way that the E3 showcase is going as a whole. So he was like, deuces, I'm just going to do my own thing. Instead of just being like, listen, I've done it as long as I have, I'm just going to keep on doing it. He was like, it's time for a, a change for me. And also, if they're going to do this this way instead of doing it the way that I particularly like, then I'm going to dip out. You know, uh -huh. so that's pretty much kind of like Sony's. You know, Sony, Sony, I personally agree with what y'all said on the last episode of the podcast of like, you know, they're honestly, everybody's facing shit because they're mad. It will that, and also, I, I think honestly, it should kind of be like we should have Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo at these events because they're it's the largest event out there but at the same time i can understand why they're doing it for whatever reason um but like what i was getting at is like keely not being there you know it's going to be different it's but be a slippery slope man this is a, the e3 is turning into a slippery slope i don't know if you've already kind of seen it yet nah, sony left so. keely left you th i think somebody knows something and they're not saying it i think what it is honestly the whole sony thing i think sony was getting charged what they were getting charged, and then they started looking at the I bigger think that's picture. Bullshit. No, I don't think it is. Yeah, how long has E three been going on though? Twenty five years, bro. Oh, so all of a sudden they want to know how much they're being charged? So no, I think Sony realized they were like, man, we're getting charged a lot. I mean, a lot, and we're not really getting anything out of it. The last two E threes that they had, like last two thousand eighteen, because of the way they presented, exactly. Shit. That's, that's their what own I'm saying. Fault. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So they don't know exactly where they're going. So they were like, well, let's just do it our own way. And do it this and this. Now, mind you, I think it's stupid. I think they they well, should be there. Uh, and, <clears throat> but man, at the if same, they don't. If they had, if they created their major showcase, like a, their own major showcase, yeah. I would be completely okay with what they did. But they just PlayStation has a bad habit of just shutting everybody out. We're not doing cross platform. We're not doing this. We're not gonna have it to where you can you can uh, play Xbox games. Well, I mean, we're, we're just not. So when PlayStation gets aggravated, and y'all can agree with this, PlayStation just like, oh, we'll just be our own entity. So they just create their own little world, separate themselves from everybody else, mm -hmm. which is what they've always done. Yeah. We're, we're like, we're, but listen, it's it's almost like Texas. PlayStation is like Texas, and E3 and all the other companies is like the United States. PlayStation is big enough and bad enough, and they're arrogant enough. They're like, fuck it, we can just run ourselves. That's literally the way I'm looking at it. Yeah. It's the same attitude of, we're Texas, bitch. We don't need the United States. We can run ourselves. We have our own economy. We have our own sales tax. PlayStation is doing the same exact thing. You know so, what? So I look at it from two different areas. I'm aggravated because PlayStation started the snowball effect. Because I don't think this is going to be the last, and I'm calling it right now, this mm -hmm. isn't going to be the last no. of people leaving. I think everybody's going to start splitting off doing their own thing here pretty quick. I think we're all going to see it. I don't think it's the end of E3, but I think it's not going to be E3 as we know it now here in the next probably five to six years. I, 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 th I think E3 will be a, a will be a bigger... It'll be an Xbox event. Uh, not necessarily an Xbox, it'll but be it'll, it'll be a bigger streaming event than people going and but stuff like that. I just that. think Xbox is taking advantage of all this, right? <clears throat> oh, They're not yeah. going anywhere. No. Well, so no, because they have, their own, they have their own studio right next door. It'll be right Xbox and Nintendo. You watch. Okay, well, look. 
The, the, the publishers right now that are confirmed for the event are Activision, Amazon Game Studio, Bandai Namco, Bethesda. Yeah, but those are third-party publishers, Just hang they? on real quick. Hold up. Listen. Um, uh, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Capcom, Ubisoft. Epic Games, EA, um, NCSoft, Sega, Square Enix, Take-Two, who okay, is... name some that aren't third-party. So uh, Xbox, Nintendo. That's that have been ones. confirmed, which are big... That's the only other ones. I mean, publishing partners are basically what runs the entire show floor. Yeah. I, I, that's what I'm saying, though, is, is without... THQ, Nordic, Ubisoft, Warner Brothers... I mean, that's literally, it's, it's almost the same exact platform as what we had last year. We had all these big studios, and then we had the only so big what I'm really saying publishers it, were I, Xbox and Nintendo. That's what I'm saying, though, is, is without PlayStation, it's an Xbox Nintendo event. You have third-party publishers, but all their games are <laughs> going to either of the consoles. Yeah, but I mean, like, for instance, okay, last year, like PlayStation wasn't, listen, PlayStation wasn't there, but... The Final Fantasy VII demo was set up all on PS4s. Call of Duty, the entire Call of Duty area was set up on PS4s outside well, yeah, but of the PC. That's PCs. because they, the, the people who were doing it owned PS4s. Yeah. So I, that's what that's I what I'm, like Sony was there. I, no, I know that, but what I'm getting at is like I think we'll still see games that are. You, you didn't know, see any PlayStation uh, exclusives? Final Fantasy VII. Besides that. You know, that's, a, that's literally one of their largest exclusives. But, but the. What I'm getting at is like PlayStation being there, I, I agree with Bolts. PlayStation not being there, Jeff Kelly not being there, I don't think it's going to hurt the E3 as a whole. I just it think has. <clears throat> I PlayStation think so. not being there, you don't think that hurt them at all? It ups. It, I, I think if anything, no, it hurt no, their feelings. No. It, That's it. It, it, it. it probably hurts. And he's, all he's, the he's, fucking money they lost. What he, are you talking about? Are you talking about E3? Are you talking about Sony? I'm talking about Sony not paying all that big dividend. No, bro. Right? Out that no, no. You don't because think that hurt them? No, I don't think so. $80 million just gone? That's no. just throwing a number out there. No. You don't I think don't... that hurt them at all? No, bro, because if it would have... That would be like shutting uh, Listen, if it, if it hurt them so bad, would they be reinvesting all this money and time into they're changing reinvesting everything? because they're scared. They're changing... Th listen, listen. They're changing things because the industry is changing as a whole. I understand that. Plain and simple. That's what I'm saying. And, and yes, of course, whenever they were like, you know, PlayStation's like, hey, we're not going to be there. They were like, that? oh, like, shit. The, who, who runs E3? Like, who's the dog? The ESA. Okay, ESA. ESA. Can you imagine, like, how tight their buttholes got when Sony called? Oh, bro, I'm sure buying. they were like, fuck. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, and this is just me saying this. I, I think if the ESA were to negotiate things a little bit better... Sony probably would have stuck with it. Probably. But, you know, the full details of why Sony decided to dip out in the first place have never really been fully what? lined out. Yeah. But I still believe that it was obviously some type of argument between them. But what I'm getting at is, yes, Jeff Keighley leaving is is a big deal. Sony not being there the, is a do, big what deal. What was that thing he did on YouTube? It was like... Uh, YouTube gaming. He does the video game awards. He created no, the video that. game awards. Well. See, honestly, that's the first time I really ever paid attention to him when he did video. Other than that, for the past 25 years, I could have cared well, less. To be honest, well, he was just a journalist at first. But that's what I'm saying. He's well known, but like I said, I didn't pay attention to him until he started hosting. You were also there, so you didn't have to pay attention to him. You were seeing the fucking shit right there in person <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you know what I didn't I didn't go to Coliseum or nothing I didn't I'm go to any of that the, the only time no the only time I wanted to go to the Coliseum is whenever Jack Black and Tim Schafer bro, I wish were you there. met him Jack Black <sighs> I, like there was bro I want to like call him like I have the biggest Tenacious D <laughs> fan right here the previous year whenever Rage was there 
and I turn around and uh, Matt and them were like, "Hey, we got we got some people coming through." I was like, "Okay," and I turn around and like he was standing right there. I was like, "Oh, excuse me." He's like, "No problem." I was like, "That was Jack Black." I was like, well, I'm "Just I just turned around and walked up." I was like, "Just keep walking. Act like you didn't even see him." <laughs> well, I always try, honestly, bro. Like the times that I've been at a lot of these events, there's always a possibility of a celebrity showing up or something like that. So I have always had the same mindset, like. It's not a good thing to walk up to him and be like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. You want to take a picture? You know what oh, I'm saying? No, so no. I was just like, hey, how are you? Just try to treat him normal as possible. Yeah. But so it's Jack Black. I know. <laughs> I saw him. I was like, oh, shit. Started singing. Uh, I'm like, yeah, can't you see the man? Let me hear you applaud. <laughs> He's like, ha, ha, blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Anyways, but I think it's a big, I think it's a big thing, yes. But I also think that E3 will survive without Sony and well, you Jeff can survive with a cut off leg. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent, TJ. You can survive. That's a perfect analogy. You can survive with a cut off leg. Now you may be hobbling around. I mean, your life ain't gonna change. It's gonna change. You have to change. reinvest your priorities. But that's like this year, bro. I mean, their little hey, their little <laughs> situation. Okay, this is another thing. This was a quote from Phil Spencer. Our team is hard at work on E3. We are looking forward to sharing with you who all love to play. What's ahead of us? Um, our art form has uh, consistently been propelled by the cross section of creativity and technical progression. 2020 is a milestone year in that journey for our Xbox team. Hashtag Xbox E3, blah, 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 blah. But Microsoft and Nintendo are like committed to this event. And and you know, I will say this. I will also say this. You know, Sony not being there and them not forking over that amount of money, that just gives those third parties like Ubisoft and Bethesda and stuff like that, that gives them to throw out more money to get a bigger space. Because because if Sony's there, then they would have had a huge ass space. Yeah. Just like Nintendo, just like Microsoft. So these third parties, so Sony may not be forking over the money, but your EAs, your Activision, your Ubisoft. Well, they're making up the money, I'm sure. Yeah. That, because, because I, you know, yeah, like I cool, said, huh? I've, I've never, I've the E3 last year was my first time going, and Ubi, you know, uh, Ubisoft Man, and Bethesda, they had them Teletubbies out there. you know, exactly. Their yeah, their their presentation was huge. Their presentations were huge. Now I don't know if they were that huge before before I went, but even the like the mon the new Monster Hunter um, DLC they came out with had a huge presentation. You know, when did they just make it public? Was that recent? Caleb, sorry. See once you messaged me. What you? Uh, that was actually in 2017. Yep. Okay, so that was before Sony left. 2018, Sony was still there, but it was really weird. It was like super bleak. Sony um, probably did like all the public all up in their all up in their business. Well, like they, they had, had like this outside. they had this weird area like a they had like this PlayStation lounge thing. It was like a big screen, and everyone could like sit down and watch stuff. <laughs> that was it. And then they had a big area to where you can play um, Spider-Man, and they had a Death Stranding area to where you can take pictures with Norman Reedus's character. Um, and then um, it was really crazy. They had a they had a Days Gone area that was like really invite exclusive. Like there was only so many people that were I'm actually still, able to go in there and play Days Gone. Like Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Oh yeah, bro. Death Stranding and Days Gone. I don't know why. I did. I just. They neither one of them set good with me. So, to kind of summarize this, people have a bad taste in their mouth with the ESA because the last couple of years, they uh, some uh, unintentional leakage of personal information has happened. Uh, this past year, um, ESA and E3 leaked um, 
the personal information of 2,000 industry professionals, which included, you know, home, phone numbers, and addresses, which it didn't really bother me that much that that happened to me, but it was more or less the fact that, like, I had it in my mind. I was like, pretty sure Facebook did this a couple of years ago to everybody anyway, so it's not like... What is it? They're talking about the leak. The leaked of, inf- like, leaking information. Yeah, Facebook did that. I mean, they ended up leaking they what? Leak your address, though. Yeah. Facebook? You have your address on Facebook? I did. That's weird, bro. Why? Ask for my address whenever I first set it up. So, like, whenever I moved, I changed it. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, still, even with that, I don't know. It just didn't sit the same way with me, I guess. I mean, I was upset that my information kind of got leaked. I was like, oh, that sucks. But, I mean, it wasn't like the, I don't know, it wasn't really the end of the world for me. And, I mean, you know, those mistakes happened, so I didn't really hold it against the ESA. I mean, I kind of wanted them to come out and be like, hey, we really fucked up, and we're not going to let that happen again. Um, but this year they've, you know, they've beefed up the cybersecurity and all that other stuff. Now, mind you, it's still kind of funny that they beefed up the cybersecurity and then they, they're, you know, every exhibitor that is going to be there, the information of them got leaked out. So I don't know for sure. I mean, it's not really the same as personal information. It's still, it's just exhibitors, but I think I can agree with both y'all that this is a very strange thing. Jeff Keighley not being there is going to be weird, but I also agree with Bolts um, that I think the event will go on. Right, Bolts? I mean, Absolutely. it's going to live on. Well, yeah. it's Gaming is what it is today for a reason. Yeah. You know? So, it, it you know, it, it sucks Sony's not there. It sucks that Jeff's not there, but, you know, big fucking deal. It'll it'll be fine. <laughs> we're, we're all going to be fine. I'm it's not the end of the so, uh, Samsung and Microsoft working together on a premium cloud-based game streaming experience. Samsung announced alongside its new Galaxy S20 and Galaxy Z Flip smartphone that it was teaming with Microsoft on a cloud-based game streaming service. According to The Verge, this will likely involve Microsoft's xCloud appearing on Samsung offerings. Uh, described by Samsung, this is just the beginning of its gaming partnership with Xbox. Um, the company announced it was working closely with Microsoft to bring a premium cloud-based gaming streaming experience to Samsung devices. More information will be provided at a later date. In a statement to The Verge, Microsoft said that this is one step in a journey to deliver high-quality game streaming to the players. We've seen positive feedback with uh, Project X Cloud preview participant testing uh, a range of a range of Galaxy devices. And it will only be uh, it will only become better as we continue to work closely with Samsung on refining the experience," said Microsoft. It's an uh, and it's an exciting time to be working on a Project X Cloud, and we can't wait to share more about our work with Samsung later this year. So both of these were sourced from VG247, so definitely make sure to check them out. But that is really exciting. Uh, I'm a big Samsung guy. I've I've used Samsung phones for many years. Bro, you look horrible doing that. Will you stop, please? You're like, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, Mr. Xbox and Mr. Samsung over here, bolts. What? What do you think about this? I mean, this is pretty big. If if they do it right, it could be big to 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 be able to play something like you know Gears One or Gears Two. Well, you, you think about it. We, you know, we always talk about how does Microsoft make money off their um their Ultimate Game Pass. Yeah. Well. 
here you go. Yeah, they, they've set it. They they've set the seed for the ultimate game pass, and if they're going to get put the the streaming rights and stuff like that onto this onto these these Samsung cell phones. Yeah, which these these phones run some of the best video games, graphic wise and and and, mm-hmm. and um, processing power and all that stuff that you'll ever see on a console. Um, that's just going to put even more money in their pocket. I think it's awesome. You're putting the video games directly into into the. Uh, into the player's hands you're putting them into the consumer hands even if it's just it's just it's it's a great you got two juggernauts coming together bringing gaming of course to to the mobile devices and it's just gonna make microsoft's reach in the gaming world even further yeah i agree and i think that um you know i've talked to both y'all before using um using emulators on my phone and even using playstations like mobile connection or whatever else to my phone before um uh i think it i think it's a great service i think it works out really well so i'm excited to see something like this happen so if there's a way that i didn't have to go out and buy an xbox console and i could play it on like a note 10 or whatever note 11 or something mm-hmm. like that. It's got all the processing power in the world. I could literally just connect a controller to my um, to my uh, phone because like they're all the, what they're pushing is all these images with like an Xbox controller with a little dongle on, on there and it's like connected to your Samsung phone. If I could do something like that instead of going out and buying an Xbox uh, console and have the same exact experience, hell yeah, I'll do that. That'd be awesome. I would love to be able to download something either to a server or like with these phones like i have a 250 gigabyte um uh storage space on here and then also they have flash drives uh micro sd flash drives now that are one terabyte yep you know i could pay for that and then pay 14.99 a month for some or whatever 20 dollars a month if they have this like streaming service with the addition of like xbox game pass Mm -hmm. and play all that directly on my phone i would totally do that what about you tj what would you do (laughs) i mean i don't have a samsung phone or anything like that but i think it's a great step in the right direction for xbox here we are again guys xbox is doing some great moves uh they have they bought all those studios and now they're making it accessible to a lot of their exclusives to samsung and you know they'll probably charge like 10.99 a month and you know it takes money to make money so they're making a lot of jumps leaps and bounds to get games into people's hands no matter what the cost is you know and and it's funny that that this this has you know this came out whenever the uh the head of xbox was like we're not a competition with sony anymore yeah dude we're doing our own thing exactly you know he 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 stated that the, the gaming is going to a digital to a streaming world and this is a huge fucking step towards that direction. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. I'm listening to me. <clears throat> PlayStation showing their ass makes me want to buy an Xbox. Yeah. I think. I think honestly, and this is just me. I, I know I'm like a hardcore Sony fanboy. I think Sony is really gonna surprise a lot of people this year with with, with not with only what? with not only just their console, but I think their overall. Uh, mindset on gaming. I think that they're they want to be their own entity. No, I think that they've got to the point that they realize that that gamers not going to deal with that shit. Like you're either going to go along with with your consumer basis, or your consumer base is going to just turn on you. And and I think Sony realized that their comments about not oh. having cross platform and all this other stuff. I think it they really kind of shook them up because like. 
even bro, even half of PlayStation and half of Sony when Sony came out on stage with um, with Phil Spencer and the head of Nintendo and said we're committed of like you know making games industry better and we're going to work together and all this other stuff. There was people at PlayStation that were like shocked. They were like, "Oh shit!" Like they didn't even know this was happening. So I think the game division of PlayStation and Sony as a whole, I think they're really gonna. I think they've kind of learned their lesson. I hope. But I also agree with what TJ said and said this is a huge this is a huge step for Microsoft, and it 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 basically solidifies what they had said previously of we're not at war with any other game console right now. Our big kind of enemies or you know head to head that we're gonna have is with like Amazon and Google Stadia. That's who we're gonna be they, focusing on. They actually, on. I think, just the gaming nation as a whole realized that we're not enemies like for the past 10 years it was everybody at each other's throats who can come up with the best stuff who can have the best console exactly and because now it's like microsoft's like no nah, man we can play that game no more yeah we just want people to play our games yeah it. isn't that crazy because you know back in the day xbox would never like and there's some rumors they're gonna buy six more studios this year mm -hmm. from what i was reading xbox and playstation would never say hey Congratulations on the launch of your game or whatever else. Just those little small things, I think, are kind of, you know, boosting us into a new new era for video games. So um, I think both of these topics are, are big topics. I think Samsung and Microsoft, you know, the deal is going to be huge for both of them, especially when you move into phones like the Galaxy Z Flip, which is about to take on. Hey, can you, do you imagine how many people own a Samsung phone? A lot. That adds a, that adds a lot of players. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm -hmm. That adds a that lot just, of players. I just sat here and thought about it. And I'm just like, you know, we talk about Sony selling 100 million consoles. We talked about Microsoft selling 30 million consoles. Okay? You know how many fucking cell phones are out there? Yeah. A I'm lot. I'm about to look it up. Bro. We're about to so that's away. stupid. Well, that's what I was going to say is like moving into. Good Lord. Moving <laughs> into some of these new phones and, and the technology that's, that's in them. And even, even the capabilities with, you know, like. With the Samsung Z Flip, it's taken on micro. Hey, Y'all ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. Two thousand since two thousand and eleven. Uh -huh. Okay, and that's that's enough processing power to play up, uh, like Gears One and Two. On, absolutely, right? absolutely. Okay. Two billion phones. Wow. And, and just imagine the cell phones. Cell phones are great for those for those two D or three D side scrolling platform games. Like you, you know, like like the old Metal Slug games, and just imagine if I could, if if I if if people would get into like Oreo the Wisp, you know what I'm saying? That that stuff right there is what man. That's hey, insane, just in bro. 2019, seven million. That's fucking ridiculous. That adds another seven million to your. Oh, oh thanks a lot. Where are you going, Dang, bro? Jesus, good Christ. God, <laughs> bro, God bless. Going down. I didn't realize how far I was up under that damn table. Um, that's insane. That's insane. Seven million. Oh my god! Can you imagine seven million people paying nine ninety nine a month? That's just twenty nineteen. Oh. Okay. Well, this is what's crazy though too is that when you uh, like, but for instance, that's, that's mind boggling. Mind boggling. My own boggles. My own boggles mind, Bob. <laughs> Like, is it the year three thousand yet? <laughs> Shut your fucking dick. Um, Never. So, <laughs> how dare you? What's crazy is that with like the Samsung Galaxy S twenty, um, it's their new um, flagship phone this year, outside of the Z Flip, and um, it has mo motion smoothness 
um, of up to 120 hertz, bro. What? Why? On a phone. Why? Wow. I'm a flame. 120. <laughs> I'm literally I'm a flame. <laughs> like, uh, 120 hertz on a phone, bro. It's a little. It says the best way to push the display to its limits is by testing some of the games, and we've got you covered with this section with more than 200 high frame games. Oh, this is a, a thing off of AndroidPolice.com. Make sure to check them out. But, I mean, that's so crazy. Oh. Just sit there and think about uh, a phone that has 120 hertz uh, and having the ability to turn that mode on and then play a streaming service like, you know, Xbox, you know, cloud or whatever the fuck it's going to be called. So that would be so, so crazy. I don't know. It's just exciting to think about that type of stuff. And um, moving on from that, we're going to move down into Believe It or Not. Ripley's believe it or not, no copyright. Um, so, <laughs> um, so crazy news coming out of the Dice Summit in Las Vegas this past week. Senior VP of Games and Interactive Experiences, Sean Chopin, I don't know, um, from Disney says they want to empower developers to use their catalog of IPs. I'm here for one specific reason, he said, to empower you to to really make and create unique experiences from our catalog of games. We want to tap into the power of creativity across the industry. So obviously, so uh, obviously, Disney is is you know they're open eyed now after the launch of Marvel Spider Man and Star Wars um, Force. Whatever. I didn't realize the, how many kids. The Jedi Fallen Jedi Order. Fallen order. <laughs> Jedi Makata. Jabba Har. Jabba Walkie. Jabba Walkie. Um, the Jabba Walkie. <laughs> Look at the Jabba Walkie. Um, so they've, they've obviously kind of been like, okay. You know, EA's, e, I think EA's contract is up in 2023. But. Disney's all about If they don't make a billion, bro, they ain't messing with it. Yeah. But with that said, I think they're like, hey, we got a lot of other IPs out there. Who wants to who wants to jump on this biscuit? You know what I'm saying? So, TJ, with you, with all these other IPs, with Marvel bro, and, you know, geez, whatever it's else. It's a lot of games, bro. It's a lot of games. Um, what What is something that you would like to see from the Disney oh my God. world? He's like Pirates of the Caribbean, real life. Yeah, I'm like Thor, right? Like that. Like Mar that's, yeah, that's yeah. Marvel. Yeah. That's Marvel? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would love to see like a... Almost like an Assassin's Creed type gameplay, like a more in depth about Thor, like yeah. a real story driven, like a Thor game, not kidsy. I'm talking about the graphic, like old style Thor, mm -hmm. like the where he killed and murdered people yeah. and fought the big uh, the snake that went around the whole world. I would love to see something like that. I love mythology, so anything to do with like Greek or that's why you love God of War so much. Except uh, exactly, except uh, Egyptian. I don't really care for. Their stuff. <laughs> uh, what about you, Bolts? What would you like I don't to see? Worship I do not want to see anything. What? There's not one. No. Disney. Right. No, bro. Listen, you're a communist. That's what you're <laughs> saying. No, I, I, I don't. There's nothing about them that strikes that that appeals to me. Um, like out of Marvel, out of uh, the whole Disney catalog, Star Wars, bro? out of what Star Wars. There's. Star, Star Wars is a video game. Video games really do not interest me. The, the best. Well, why'd you buy Star Wars? Knights of the Old Republic interested you. 
Huh? Well, yeah, but that but I've played though. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 more or less. You're saying so. There's only far so far you can go with Star Wars. It, there is. I mean, to to an extent, as far as okay, but be, because because they haven't expanded on so much of this backstory line. Okay, but what about Darkwing Duck? <laughs> like a real Shut live Darkwing Duck. If we're gonna do that. Let's get Duck, duck Man. Hunt. Let's get Duck Hunt duck in there, man. bro. Um, but no, it's just there, there's, there's 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 the universe of Star Wars is so vast. And so, what do you really want to see? Like, what's your what's your next like go to game? Go to game? Well, it was Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh my god, they pushed it back a month. They pushed it back like two months. It doesn't matter. They pushed it actually back. Doom releases next month, baby. Boom! I actually watching some gameplay. I'm gonna have to play this story. be so good, bro. I'll play it, but it's like I'll beat it. I'm like, you've only had it today, bro. I'm like, bro, it doesn't release until March. He's like, already beat it. I'm like, bro. No, what I would like to see, I would like to. I mean, obviously, Star Wars games, I'm gonna play anyways. But I would kind of like to see, maybe, especially with them owning. Um, the Fox properties now. I would like to see like an like a, a good <laughs> a good X Men game or maybe even something oh, X Men. Yeah, bro. Either X Men or maybe even like something that has to do kind of <laughs> maybe. Yes, bro. You run around like Xavier. Like, Look at my ball. <laughs> I think an X Men game would be great. I think, I think that's a terrible. Idea. No, bro. There's a ton of X Men games that were that were extremely successful, like Wolverine. Whenever it came uh, out on PS2, PS3, that was a great I'm not game. Even Did a you big play fan Wolverine? No, I didn't. Well, it was awesome. X Men is no, a rip off of. Um, Fantastic Four. No, I'm oh, bro, I'm going to throw this computer at you. He's like, let me try a piss Caleb off while I'm on here. Um, I, I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of IPs. Okay, but I, I'm looking at it. Listen, everything. I'm looking at it like this. Everything. Look at how good Marvel Spider-Man was. If they could get a studio to do this, go the yeah, same but route. Games have been made for a long time. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. There's all these other Marvel characters. So if you saw an X Men game, you know what they would probably do is make a fighter game. That's probably what they would do. Well, bro, I'm just saying. I'm literally. There's so many enemies. There's so many characters. God, bro, it's endless. It would be it's great awesome to have maybe? them either, but it it needs to be like a mature rated game. Like that's it doesn't need to be some kids. Not some pussyfoot thing. It needs to be. Hey, watch your mouth. There's children here. Are there? Me. No. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know, bro. I just think Disney has a lot to offer. Yeah, because they own everything. everything. I mean, they do. But I just there, there's nothing I would want personally. You know, I I could say, yeah, we could do Star Wars, but. You know, most people who, you know, they would have to go on to reach further back into some real deep backstories to find some stuff to put out there, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's it's, it's difficult. I, I In my opinion, it is. Okay, well, let's talk about this stupid-ass Final Fantasy and yeah. get it out of the way. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy VII Remake screenshot. People. Um, <laughs> the only cool thing about this is the Chochabo. The, excuse me? Chocobo? Is it Chocobo? Chocobo. Chocobo and... What is it? Carbuncle? Carbuncle looks totally different. Are you just making shit up over there? No, bitch. You're playing... Chode your boat. He's fucking with you, bro. Chode your boat with Carbuncle. That's what I heard. Carbuncle. Look at this. Is that your creepy uncle? Why does he look so different? But look at the Chochobo, bro. He looks like Goku. 
Give him a different hair color. He'll be a different one. But the the, the game looks great. I mean, the game looks fantastic. Um, Just go ahead and say it. Looks phenomenal. No, oh, uh, not exactly where I was going. With um, that. it really does. It looks really good, but I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna play it. I'm in the. I'm in the you shoes. You don't want to play as Carfunkel. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the shoes of Bolts. Finally, you're that, finally done with remakes. You've been on the same like me and Bolts been on the same. Don't worry about. It. Don't remi- they'll remake Resident Evil Two again, and he'll play it. Yeah. No, I'll play Resident He's Evil like, Three. There's a no, hey, but listen, in Resident, bitches. listen. <laughs> hey, in what? Resident Evil 3, they're actually they're changing a lot of the game. Some people are a little upset about it, but <sighs> is it the story? did you see Nemesis? It, is it the same story? It's uh, it, it has somewhat of the same story, but they said there's there's actually there's new levels, there's new story added to it. I think more or less things that are going to make it connect better and make yeah. more sense. Uh, that's right. the, the the whole the whole zombie genre is. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Dying Light. That's that's my oh, next yeah. zombie genre game. I'm ready for that. Whenever that's coming, you no know, fucking shit, bro. Sucks, man. Techland is such a great company. Yes. I think it's coming out this year. I think it'll be a holiday. Um, but yeah, it sucks that they had to put and it on it, in, in in a in a indefinite hold. But Final Fantasy VII screens have been released. Um, I, I, I'm glad that everybody's excited about this. Graphically, it looks amazing. Um, I, I think that it is going to be a fantastic game, but it's just not... I don't know, bro. It's, if, it's, if, if it didn't come out with episodes and it just came as a game hole, I would buy it. Do you think, like, if they do something like this with 8, are you going to get it? Because eight's your favorite, isn't it? Eight is my favorite. If if it came out as a whole, I would get it. Is episode episodic like that? Absolutely not. Yeah. Just give me the fucking game and let me play it. Bro, you know, uh, I'm speaking of like you know whatever Square Enix games and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Dragon Quest. Did you ever play Dragon Quest? Nope. I never got into it, but I totally forgot. Netflix produced a CGI film called Dragon Quest Your Adventure or Your Quest or something mm-hmm. like that. Your Story. I think it's Dragon Quest Your Story. And I watched it yesterday and bro, it is great. I mean, it is great. Visually, it, bro, I'm not kidding you. Visually stunning. It looks unbelievable. Bro, I was sitting over there at the corner but I see you go... <laughs> hey, bro. I, I'm not, I don't mean to interrupt y'all. This is important. Godzilla vs. Kong comes out in March. I know. No, it got pushed back. No, it did not. I'm looking at it. Look right at here. It. What, what website are you looking at? I'm like, what is it called? It's like VHSlovers.net. I'm like, I'm sorry that your dad had 400 of them. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that, when do I get my watch. Nightmare Before Christmas VHS that you I want? Get it before you leave. Updated okay. on February the second. And it says it comes out. There's no way it comes out in March. Why? why? What, yeah, why? It's, it's got to be March there? 2021, Were you there bro. training Kong on what to do? <laughs> yes, bro. I'm telling how you. How would you know? What are you talking about, bro? Godzilla versus Kong. You're telling me right Google now. Google it, bitch. I am. That's what I'm doing, bitch. <laughs> Release the Disney's decision to hold off on making Baby Yoda merchandise until after the Mandalorian. November 20th of 2020. March. Really? Yes, it's the first thing that popped up. Theatrical Godzilla vs. Kong is scheduled to release in the United States November 20th of 2020, 2D, 3D, and IMAX. It's distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. Why'd they... Well, Mulan. No, bro. Live it's, action? The film was previously scheduled May 29th. Okay, bitch, I understand. May 22nd and no, March 13th. Sure that yeah, we're God wrong. Dang, all yes. around. 
By the way, did you know that there was already a King Kong versus Godzilla movie that came in 1963? I think it was like the old school kind of like claymation, um, but still. <laughs> they use them as like paper mache models and shit like that. <laughs> I think that's whenever they dr- they like dressed up in the full. Yeah, they did. But anyways, so we got all that lined out. We looked at pictures. Oh, it has been pretty much confirmed. Um, first off, with the season two trailer of Call of Duty, Ghost is back, um, and everyone's excited about it. TJ, I don't know if you've seen the new look for Ghost, but instead of him just having like a little uh, mask that had like a skull painted on, he actually has the skull like sewed into his mask, so he looks way I more. I was going to say his skin. I was like, that's going to be sick. <laughs> There's a cloth sewed into his skin. He is Dante from Dante's Inferno. Um, But he is back. Um, He is one of the new specialists. Um, But it it has been also leaked that Call of Duty Warzone is coming. Now, it was somewhat teased in uh, the Season 2 trailer that this was going to happen. Um, But uh, a... A, a player actually somehow accidentally was able to get into this mode. Um, it says, want to jump into battle? Congratulations on completing the Warzone training. Do you want to jump straight into a battle by yourself or team up as trios? Um, and with this, um, there is a ton of different stuff that's coming with it. Um, we've already seen, like the full map has already been leaked out. Promotional art has been leaked out as well. Um, but this guy was able to literally glitch into the classified version of the game. Um, and How do you do some shit like that? I don't know, bro. But it says right here also, it says um, that there has been the supply station uh, has been leaked as well. These uh, include precision airstrikes, cluster strikes, a UAV, um, and many other kill streaks. Um, with the supply station, you're able to actually buy stuff to use in the game. So you can use uh, a armor armor plated bundle, a gas mask, um, cluster strike, UAV, um, munitions box, drop kit, marker, all different types of stuff. It seems like it's going to be uh, a pretty different experience, um, and the map looks pretty large as well. I listed it in the notes if you guys did want to look at it. Um, it looks pretty large, but I mean, I know you bolts. You're not like you don't give two shits about battle royale. You mean about a free for all, free death match, death match. Okay, yeah. If they would just call it a death, they're saying that it's going to be 200 players. Wow. If they would just call it a death match, I'd be all right. They're gonna have a lot of crashes at first. Yeah, I think so, but because most team, uh, most most battle royales are 100 players. But I think they said they're going to. It is. It is rumored that they're going to be pushing 200 players for this. So if that's the case, that map has got to be fucking huge. It's got to be huge. I mean, because probably it's like the size of Rust. Oh Jesus! That would be like. By the way, that's another thing, bro. Rust is available in Modern Warfare now. Yep. It's part of season two. Yeah. Everyone's freaking out about it, but I I don't know. I mean, is there anything? Is there anything that you guys would like to see come back so far? Because, I mean, as of now, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the relaunch, well, I get is, internet, maybe. is a very successful game. It is. Absolutely it is. I want Bare Bones back. 
Do you really? Yes. Is that really that big of a deal? Dude, dude, that that <laughs> that, that tests everything you have. That is that is guns and you and that's it. No kill streaks, no perks, no nothing. Guns and well, you. You know they kind of do that with well, that's like hardcore. Yeah, bro. They pretty much kind of do that with a couple of modes in the game. You know, hardcore. there's like pretty much it's like hardcore night vision. You you have nothing on the screen. There's no kill streaks. It's like what do they call it? It's like man. To, it's like man to man. It's like real real Something life. Like that. Yeah yeah. Fuck your bare bones. Shit. I'm just saying. No, I understand. Um, look how fifty one and seven, bro. You got thirty seven kills by a kill streak. You're not <laughs> yeah. fifty one and seven. <laughs> yeah. You know shit like yeah. that. Well, I mean, the game has changed a lot. And I mean, and honestly, like the other day, I, I don't know why, but I just popped, I was like, popped in my head. I was like, oh, I got Call of Duty Mobile. And I went on there and played it. And even that, even playing that is still really fun, man. I mean, just Call of Duty as a whole, I think has changed for the good. But I'm a big, I'm a big old school Call of Duty guy. Like, I I don't know why. I mean, it's hard to keep on telling stories in that time, but I want another old Call of Duty, like World War II, World War One. Shit, bro, you know me. I, I said it on the podcast at one time. I'll bring a Call of Duty out to where it's like Roman time, bro. Like, they talked about doing that. They talked about doing a Roman version of Call of Duty to where, you know, you, you fight in a, a Roman battle. I mean, I think that would be fantastic. I know that a lot of other people probably wouldn't like it that much, but... Um, I loved Chivalry, uh, which was done by Activision, which was published by Activision, but it just wasn't, um, it didn't have the, it didn't have the development team right. that is like, you know, Treyarch or something. Yeah. I remember watching you play that a couple of times. I was just thinking, who plays, uh, plays the Witcher in the series? Oh, Henry Cavill. Henry, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Him play like every role like i was just thinking that he plays vesemir too he like pans over he's got a sideways away he's like on. what are you doing I mean, <laughs> come on gerald you're like what are they doing he even play he even plays the female characters in there as well he's, he's like, like fucking himself <laughs> i was born for this role <laughs> Oh shit! Speaking of that, that's so funny. Speaking of that, um, I brought it up so you could transition, but then you speaking of that. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, you know, transition into the next topic. Um, there have been reports swirling that Mark Hamill has reportedly uh, been offered a role in the Witcher series as Vesemir. Um, now, I hate saying this, but I, I ain't trying to shoot no shit at nobody. But this is reported from we got this covered. And I don't always really go by everything they say. There's sometimes that I don't, I wouldn't say they do clickbait articles, but more or less, like I, I see some of their articles and I kind of get excited about it. And nothing. So you're not friends with him. <clears throat> I hate you, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, how great would it be to have Mark Hamill as Vesemir in the, in this show? It would be great. Um, and he just got done finishing a role of, um, a Knights of the Templar and Knighthood that I just got done watching. You and remember? he he actually was in oh, there. Yes, yes. Right? yes. And he was, he he was the head he was the uh, the head trainer of the Knights of Templar. Um, and, he was, and he was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was fucking awesome, bro. So um, him him going back to you know kind of the same time frame, the yeah. you know medieval Renaissance, however you want to call it. Um, him being in it with that with it, with the way his voice is is just, yeah, it would be fucking great, man. Yeah. What about you, TJ? You think Mark Hamill will do a good job as absolutely, Desiree? bro. I love his action. Yeah, very good. Love his action. Um, what's, what's your favorite movie that he's in? 
What's my favorite movie? Do I really need to answer that? Return of the Jedi. <laughs> um, actually, my favorite role that Mark Hamill has ever been in is him playing the Joker on the Batman animated. That's what series. I thought you were gonna say, but that's okay. He was fucking, fucking amazing. Um, but anyways, so and it was also just announced that Mark Hamill is gonna voice Skeletor in the new He-Man series oh, done, by, um, <laughs> done by. Um, <laughs> next time, He-Man. That video of him running up it was so jacked up. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fake. <laughs> I, I do that. I get so oh, light. I'm like, I'm sure everybody's wondering. They were like, that was a, that was like really small laughter to big laughter. Yeah. Anyways, but um, uh, I think he's gonna do great. And uh, you know, with that series, uh, Kevin Conroy has actually been signed on to voice one of the characters as well. So I don't know who he's gonna voice, but. Um, with that being said, uh, there has been reports that the PlayStation 5 will have a lavish cooling system better than the PS4. So TJ and me were actually talking about this earlier that um, there are some parts that are in the PS5 that will be um, significantly more pricey than the PS4. It does say it uh, down here on the bottom with a comparison. The PS4, which launched at $400, cost $381 in manufacture. Um, the current estimated cost of the PS5's components is about $450. So but, if, but think about it, bro. If they sell you know, 60 million consoles. That's what I'm getting at, bro. If they launch it at $499. Bro, yeah, dude. Yeah. The, the, the economy is different. The time frame is different. If, if, bro, if y'all don't remember, they launched the PS3 at $499.99. Mm-hmm. So, there's a difference. And Xbox launched at, Xbox One X launched at $499.99. So, wow. if, if Sony comes out and says, hey, it's $499. People will buy it. People will buy it. No questions asked. Was the success of the PS4? Um, it, it well, not just still be... it, it, who cares about the success of the PS4? They will still buy it because it's a PS5 and it's the new gen and it's the new better graphics and the new better everything. Yeah, it's it's the new. It's the yeah. No, it doesn't matter. It says the Bloomberg report uh, doesn't go into many like heavy details, but Sony has opted to uh, use a lavish. Um, uh, opted to lavish more on making what is wrong with this Sony opted to lavish more on making sure heat dissipated a uh, dissipation from the powerful chip uh, in the system bro this they, they need to edit this it's totally fucked up basically if, if you found it it's really yeah it is definitely fucked up um, basically what the ar- I swear to God bro basically what the article is saying is that Sony opted to get a, uh, a more lavish cooling system um, to help um, to help you know obviously um, help cool the system way quicker they're saying that the style and design of it is supposed to have a have a way of cooling the whole system way faster way better than the PS4 obviously you would think that they would need that same exact thing with Xbox if you get a new system you want to upgrade as much as well, possible yeah, because the, the processing power is going to be bigger stronger faster it's going to get hotter so yeah are they not would... doing liquid no I don't really think so. I don't know 
We'll see. Um, Bolts, this is going to be exciting for you and me since we're kind of like old school um, Criterion fans. Need for Speed Development is officially returning to Criterion, and Ghost Games will serve as a support studio instead of the main development studio. You excited about that? No, fuck you, man. Look, you know, I know. Listen, listen. <clears throat> I know that that fucking Forza is the only racing game that ever mattered to anyone now for some Excuse reason. Excuse me. Matt, Need for Speed Most Wanted in 05 is by far the best oh, racing game ever. But and, and, but who developed it? Huh? Criterion. I, I know, but I mean, it, come on. It's 14 years later. Get, uh, you know, why are you yawning like that? Act like not? you worked hard. You had ten people there today. Bitch, kiss my ass. You Anyways, kiss my ass. you kiss my ass. We both kiss I'm, each I'm other's a, ass. I'm gonna do something to that ass. TJ made it to where we can actually be managers. I know, right? Uh, it's a sad turn of events for a studio <laughs> yeah, that has been. Real sin- thankful, didn't it? It's been a sad turn of events for a studio that's been centralized on the franchise since 2000s. 2013's Need for Speed Rivals. Since then, Ghost Games has also produced Need for Speed, uh, the Need for Speed 2015 reboot, Ooh. Need for Speed Payback in 2017, Ooh. and Need for Speed and 2019's Need for Speed Heat. Ugh. Despite its long-standing history with the series, EA says it's difficult uh, attracting talent to the Ghost Games studio in Sweden. Uh, contractually, uh, Criterion's Guildfold location in the UK is a massive hub of incredible game-making talent, according to EA. Despite our best efforts to establish an independent development studio uh, in Gothenburg, over several years it has become clear that um, it is. It's been clear that uh, the full AAA studio is not just uh, available to us there criterion can also provide uh the consistent leadership that we really need to carry this franchise further into the future for a long time to come so criterion knows what they're doing oh i I mean they're all about racing games they've always been about racing games criterion is is you know it's in their dna to make some of the best um some of the best games out there the last time that they made this first off was I think uh, 2010's Hot Pursuit and Most Wanted in 2012, which 2010's Hot Pursuit was fucking amazing. It was so good. Um, and you know, Most Wanted, what I think in 2012 was a remake, correct? It was okay. It, 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 well, it was a remake. It was it, it's kind of like a relaunch. Yeah, because because yeah. it, it was the story was a little different, but they made Burnout. They they made Burnout like that's that's what I always go back to with Criterion. They were the creators of Burnout, one of the best racing games out there, one of the best and most like high octane racing franchises on the planet. No, I agree. I I just I mean to, to me, I mean it's just it's a Need for Speed is is I mean it's just a car based game. It's you know they I I don't know what what these last company i mean the last company have been doing these past few years because it, to me it's 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 a very very basic formula you know if, if even if you go back to just i'll go back to the 05 most wanted follow that formula and and it would have grew you know so yeah. I, I don't know man uh what about you tj did you ever really get into any of the criterion games like burnout need for speed yeah, I remember playing Need for Speed uh, <clears throat> Underground on PC. So good. And it was the first time I ever heard. Oh, yeah. To the window. 
<laughs> put some rims <laughs> on my car. Gonna <laughs> put nitrous in the gas. It was oh, great, these bro. these females got ass. Hey, listen, Underground <laughs> and Most awesome, Wanted bro. are definitely. Underground was my favorite, and I'm gonna oh, tell yeah. you why. Because it was hard. It was yeah. difficult, bro. You'd race cars, bro, and it'd be like this. You'd win by hair. Oh, every time, bro. And that's why I remember. I miss it. <laughs> What was great about Underground and Most Wanted was the, the customization, the graphics. We'll see. We'll see. You see. You see. Oh six, oh seven. What? What? Yeah. Underground oh seven. No, no, no. It was before that because the because Need for Speed Most Wanted was oh five. Oh, no, it was. It was. Yeah. It, it was. It was ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. Like, yeah. Mm, I played it in 03 because no. I was a baby in It was two thousand three. Yeah, it was 03 I was right. Okay. PC. Um, but I, but I'll tell you this: um, Underground Two. There's no game out there that matches the customization that you could do in Underground. Totally agree. The decals, bro. Underground Two, really. And and this is where Midnight Club stepped in and tried to follow what Need for Speed. Oh that yeah, they. Yeah, it was. It was Midnight Club tried to come in and do what uh, Underground Two did because Underground Two introduced. The racing and customization of SUVs. Oh man, look at that bolt! Ooh, you remember that? Ooh. Man, sitting up in that garage, you're like spinning your car around, bro. I remember because what was great about it at the time of this game is like that's whenever like the Fast and Furious series yes. was so big yes. in theaters. Yes. So, um, yes. So there was a lot of people like I remember. I tried as hard as possible to to make some of the stuff uh, look as close as possible. To the Fast and Furious series, and so it was just such a good game. Like it the was. drifting, mm -hmm. even the story, bro. Because like most wanted is whenever they introduce that whole like real life characters in the in the um, uh, in the cutscenes. Um, so it was cheesy as hell, but it was good. It was it was good, bro. It was good. So um, I was just I was shocked how good the game was, and I'm really excited to see what Criterion. Is going to do with the series. Maybe we'll see a rebirth of Need for Speed. Who knows? Need it. Oh, Lastly, man. on the podcast, just something that is kind of exciting I wanted to talk about and get their thoughts as well. Netflix website pretty much officially confirms a Resident Evil TV show is in the works with a description released. <laughs> but when they beat the fucking horse, they beat it, don't they? You don't think that's a... Look, man, I, I'm getting into it. So much Resident Evil. It's not, it's not even Resident Shrunk, Evil. Bro. There's only so much zombie, zombie zo genre that we can do. Bro, oh, come on. Really? It's Resident Evil. Okay. Yeah, because you're a fanboy. It says, yes, because I like Resident Evil. It's a good game. I didn't say it wasn't. I'm just saying, Did, bro. Are you sure about that? <laughs> zombies is taking The over. Umbrella Corporation has decommissioned Greenwood Asylum and Washington, D.C. Today, 26 years after the discovery of the T-Virus, secrets held by the three will start to be revealed for the first signs of outbreak. If, it, if it's more of a... I like a story driven. Yes, I know there's gonna be zombies and shit like that of in there. there is. But if it's more of a a, a story on un, you know unveiling what's happening and stuff like that, I will. I yeah, I watch it anyways. But I'll be more entertained that way. Yeah. Then it'd just be like, hey, it's The Walking Dead, but it's Resident Evil. Oh no, I totally agree. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, but with that, better have a good story. With that, we're gonna start with my boy TJ. We, I think we can all know, and really don't have to feed into the information about this too much. It doesn't matter what the story is on this. It's going to be a success. 
I think per se with with just fans because it's a zombie game or a zombie game turned into a series. And if it's anything like The Witcher, if it has that type of direction of more kind of like an organic feel of like something fresh and new, then it'll be a successful series. Now, with that said, what video game series, TJ? What video game series would you like Thanks. to be turned into a TV series? I'm like black. <laughs> um, oh, dude, that's Assassin's Creed. <laughs> really? So good. Yes, bro. Can you like imagine? Odyssey? Like based yes. around Odyssey? Yeah, or just Odyssey. Mythology. What did you well, do? The only thing, though, is, bro, we're going to get us some new mics. What? We're going to have to get us some new mics. Yeah, they're kind of falling apart. Yeah. Um,. No, what I'm saying is, well, the only thing about that would be it, it's too burnout. Mm. Uh, there's too many, like, I can't say Need for Speed because there's too many, like, Fast and Furious movies. So, I don't know, man. It'd be kind of tough. What's, what's one of your favorite games? Off the top of your noggin. Of one all of all time? Just in general. What's a game that you used to love playing? Bro, that's Jesus. tough, dude. Because, I mean, bro, I've played a lot. Like, you have Call of Duty. You have... Okay, uh, like a Call of Duty TV show. Yeah, but, okay, have you ever never... Have you ever seen The Unit? Okay, you yes. I, like, I've seen, I've seen like, a Pacific. I've seen Band of Brothers. I've seen all that's that. What, there's already... Yeah, that's already... What about Call of Duty Big Red, Red 1? No, because Red, Big Red 1 was in... Well, it's like, Brothers. I would say, like, GTA. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, but yeah. then you have, like, the town where... They dress up as nuns and they rob banks. What about an Elder Scrolls TV show? Like Skyrim? Yeah. You about have, the Dragonborn? Help uh, me. Game of Thrones. Probably yeah, but, thing. you know. That's what I'm saying. Everything well, I'm going to tell you what, up. for sure. Like, it, I hope it goes through because Corey Barlog and Santa, Sony Santa Monica want it to happen. I hope a God of War show comes. I would agree um, with that. I will totally watch it. Oh, yeah. No so. questions asked. If they What's get the correct actor and everything. Well, there's like yeah, a God, but I wanted to start with Kratos as like Kratos from God of War One. You know what I'm saying? And like no. as the se- yes, bro, as the seasons progress, it's like a new game. Like he becomes at the end of season one, he becomes the God of War. Like he kills, you know, whatever. Uh, shut up, Bolts. I know what you're going to say. You're like, you've already played it. You've already know what's going on. <laughs> um, it's the same thing with The Witcher. Uh, <laughs> what about you? What? Uh, I, what? Like Mass Effect? No. He's like, Tell me. Too. No, I, I don't have. I don't. There's I, not one listen, game. Listen, dude. I I don't. Now I want to listen. Too fucking bad. I I. You know I have a problem with these people, these companies that want to turn, you know, a, a, a game into a movie or a series because it's mm. it's extremely hard to do. What about Bioshock? Where were you? I, huh? No. Yes, bro. Think about it. Think about it. Instead of them focusing on. Instead of them focusing on the main characters, they focus on uh, a man named David and his wife, uh, his wife Jennifer, and they've been in horrible debt through all this time in the United States. And there's a friend of them that comes up to him and is like, "Listen, you know, I know honestly, you've been through all this trouble. I'll, I'll say this: there's I'll, this new place called Rapture. I'll, I'll say this: if if you really wanted to do it and you wanted to take some. Let's say, let's say take series and turn them into a, a, a television series. Uh-huh. Um, as much as I, I think it would be beating a dead horse, if someone did it right, Halo would be good. Because there's so much backstory to all well, that. Well, but they've kind of already done Halo. What, Red versus Blue? 
No. That was hilarious. It was. It was the Do greatest you not remember fucking the, show ever. Best ever. The Halo, um, <laughs> Halo Ford, Legends? On the, Ford on the Dawn and Halo Legends? Legend, Legend yeah, was a mini series, I mean, but I'm just saying, if, yeah. if 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 you really want to do it, you could talk. You you could go even further depth into the into the uh, into the flood into the covenant. Um, oh, bro, yeah. You could even do you could even do Gears of War if you really wanted to stretch it. You well, know, Gears of War just needs to be a movie. I don't. Oh yeah, bro. No. And listen, you Gears of War movie. No, listen, Gears of War movie. Dave Bautista. As the as the main character, Batista was made for that role. He would be perfect. Then put, for then, it. Then, then put him in a series, ten episodes. Well, shit, do that. Yeah, like ten. That's, that's what I'm fine. saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying because there's so much. Because you know, people want to know more than anything how the locusts get where they get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could even go further into that. You know, um, I, I guess you could really, if if I really wanted to stretch it, I could do that. And and I I'll say Mass Effect as much as I wouldn't want it to happen because because I, I think they would destroy it. They would. They you, they, they could do it because they're. <laughs> they put the facial animation. Shut your mouth. <laughs> in the TV show. I'm like, <laughs> how could they screw it up on this? Um, because <laughs> because there's huge huge backstory that which they could really expand off of. You know the. You know the, the between the Krogan and the and the Turians. Yeah. You know the, even the first contact wars. You know, uh, Ca- you know Captain Anderson and Saren when they first met. Their whole, you know, they have books and stuff like that. But you could, yeah, turn, yeah. you could turn those books into a series, and it would be fucking great. Yeah, I if agree. it was done right. Okay, well, there's two that I would like, or three I'd like to see. Obviously, the rapper, the, God- the rapper. Yes, <laughs> obviously God of War. Splatoon. Um, obviously God of War. No questions asked. Um, that sounds I, like a porno. Uh, <laughs> I I would love to see um I would love to see Bioshock. Like I said with my little theory of like instead of focusing on the main character, you focus on like a guy and a woman that have been just handed a really horrible card in life and they go to Rapture to thinking everything is gonna be better and then like actually show on the show like the fall of Rapture. Because I mean in the game oh, you kinda get an idea yeah, of it, yeah. you know, but you don't actually see the full on fall right. of Rapture. Um, and then of course, you know, one that, um, I was kind of, su- I mean, I guess I wouldn't say surprise cause I don't really know if how, exactly how well it would be lined out as a series, but I would love to see them make, I, I and I know it's kind of played out because there's so many series like it, but dying light as like either a movie or a series because of the, the only reason why I say that is because first off, think about them doing the series, like the whole, what's that fucking movie we watched? Henry, whatever. Hardcore Henry. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Do an entire, like, either movie or series based like that set in the Dying Light universe. I would, I would no questions asked, watch it, bro. And just think about, like, having this whole parkour session to where he's actually, like, running from the zombies and all that other shit. I think that would be great, bro. I think it would be so, so good to do something like that with the Dying Light. Even if if Techland hit somebody up and was like, hey, man, we're just going to make a short film. You know, like a 40-minute film based on this and have, like... The whole live action aspect of it, I think that would be cool. And I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, if we, if if I really wanted to stretch it, also, whenever it comes out, I could do a Cyberpunk Universe series. Oh too. yeah, no questions. Yeah, yeah, I totally. would watch that because yeah. I'm a sci-fi guy. Yeah, I have Keanu was. Reeves be a part of it or something like that. That that right there, having Keanu Reeves on screen playing his like in-game character yeah. or something, it would it would sell. So, anyways, guys, this is episode two, whatever, two eighty-six. 
of the Second Opinion Podcast. Please make sure to check us out at Cineleaks.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content and great content creators right over at Cineleaks. Please make sure to check back soon for episode 287. And also make sure to head on over to YouTube.com forward slash Second Opinion Podcast. Check out some of the content that we're creating right over there as well. Um, and uh, we'll be back very soon with more gaming news, more opinions, and more laughter and crazy shit right here. Peace out. Peace. Eight town down. Boys out there grinding. Shout out to my boy out there grinding. <laughs> <laughs>